0: Hello, hello. This is Maureen Quenda, your podcast host, and you are listening to the Empowerment Minutes podcast. It's a podcast to empower you with nuggets on learning and development, training, leadership, coaching, entrepreneurship, and personal growth. As you know, I'm a learning leader, researcher, speaker, coach, consultant, and author of the book, Dream Big and Live Your Dreams Boldly. I'm also the CEO and founder of EMK Learning Solutions, LLC. I have had the honor to work with instructional designers and trainers to help them become better leaders. So if you need my help, I'll be more than happy to help. It's exciting to be back on the show this week for another empowering episode. But before I get started, I always wanna take a minute to acknowledge you. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. It means a whole lot to me and other listeners, and this really keeps us going. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So this week's episode is actually focused on staying focused, right? It's towards the end of the year, and I don't know about you, but to me it feels like we just started the year, and now we're, on, we're only three months away from a new year. I mean, how did that happen? How are we doing, you know, with our remaining goals and how can we really stay focused and end the year on a high note? And so we all want to reach our goals, right? I believe you you want to reach your goals, just like I, I do want to reach my goals. So that's why I think today's episode is really special. And of course, we have a special guest, Jamal, who will be adding value to us on this amazing topic. So let me introduce you to our special guest, Jamal Cottrell. So welcome to the show, Jamal. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation to be a guest on this show. So can you tell us about yourself, like what you do? Uh, and 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 I'm sure our guests are wondering, who is this special guest? they would like to know more about you. So take it away.
1: Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. All right. So I'm Jamal Cotrell, basically, A little bit about me and my history. I retired military. I retired after 20 years of service, 2018, and started a coaching company. Mm -hmm. Right before the pandemic, uh, I was just getting started. And then, boom, the pandemic happened. And then I had nothing else to do but sit down and hone in and focus on my skills. Uh, Pretty Mm -hmm. much what I've learned throughout the military, what i learned throughout life, and how I wanted to use that information and knowledge and channel that Mm and move it forward. And so, what I've done is started a coaching company, Limitless Leads Coaching. And that's Mm -hmm. basically designed for women empowerment and youth development throughout Mm -hmm. the Black and Brown community.
0: Oh, that's nice. Thank you so much. And thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you so much. So, let's get into our episode. So, uh, we're only three months left in this year. And, uh, you know, the question is is it even still possible? to accomplish our goals. I mean, most of the year is gone. Is there any hope left? Can you speak to that, Jamal?
1: Well, there's always hope. I mean, I I like to look at it as the glass is always half full versus half empty. Um, Mm -hmm. Just kind of pick up on those goals and and just kind of do an assessment, you know, do a self-assessment, kind of see where you are within those goals. Mm -hmm. And then you just want to kind of, you know, think about the execution and finish strong with the last three months left. Worst case scenario, use those kind of like rollover minutes. You use those to three months to roll over into the new year, a mod- motivation, positive mm-hmm. influence, things that you didn't do throughout the year, you can use those to really start a good launching point in these last three months to catapult you into 2023. So more or less is uh, focus, preparation, and then you can turn those goals into a lifestyle And then Mm -hmm. that way you can continue to do great. Because, you know, Maxwell mentions his goals can be kind of roadblocks and stoppages. So you want to kind of turn that to a a lifestyle, not necessarily say a goal. And then you reach that goal and then you stop. But just like healthy eating, you know, you you don't stop eating just because of the end of the year. You want to get right for January, like everyone starts the New Year's resolutions. So go ahead. That could be one of the goals as well. Just go ahead and focus on that and lost them to the new
0: year. That's awesome. I'm glad you mentioned um, eating healthy, because that's one of the things I personally struggle with, that I want make it, to make it a lifestyle, right? Because when you actually go, like, you think it's done. But I really like the idea of making it a lifestyle, or even looking at habits that we can form from all of this. So uh, I know that this year might have been rough for some people uh, with the COVID and many things happening. So some of us might've had a rough year and, and about to give up on the whole year maybe, but I believe there is to hope as you know, Jamal just, just spoken to us. I believe that with God, everything is possible. So what are some strategies that can help us stay focused and still end the year successfully?
1: One of the strategies is you're familiar, the known to unknown. Um, you, you know what you've done for the last six to seven to eight months, you Take to what you've done and now use that as motivation to venture into the unknown basically you know where you've been however you don't know where the road is going to take you so use that as motivation to venture into the unknown
0: that's 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 really something that i think that once we even take our our um threats and make them at our opportunities, just that shift in mind, mindset. Many things can happen. So I like you using that approach for them to flip it around and see what they can make, uh, make around it. I, I recently delivered a workshop on time management and priorities, and the audience were pleased to know that it's not really about managing time because we all have 24 hours in a day. You cannot have Thirty-six hours—it's just twenty-four hours, right? So, which is really an oxymoron. Uh, but managing our priorities, and 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 I also spoke to the Pareto principle. Now, when people think about goals, some people look at priorities. They look at you know managing their time. They look at you know having having to look at what they've done the whole year. So, what else do you think people can do to be sure to complete the most important task? at the end of each
1: day. Well, as the principal describes, it kind of goes into the the 80-20 rule. 80% of consequences come from 20% of the causes. So, Mm -hmm. and that's something that you said you've talked about throughout your case studies or you talked about through your time management courses?
0: Yeah, in my workshop, yeah.
1: Was there anything that kind of stood out from your workshops that, that you
0: can kind of share? From my workshop, uh, you know, and it was specifically tailored to women, they were kind of like uh, thinking, is it even possible? (laughs) They had a mindset (laughs) that it wasn't possible, you know? Uh, And so having the opportunity to talk to them, to understand that if you have 10 things that you have to focus on, focus on the most important two, which could represent your 20%. And so when you focus on those two, then that would give you, you know, uh, 80% investment, I kind of even give them a, a graphical representation of what I was talking about. And uh, look, looked at practical examples that as women, even uh, juggling so many things as wives, as moms, you know, we have so many hats that we wear, but we can still, you know, accomplish much by looking at what we have to do, you know, in a day and then focusing on the most important too. So, it doesn't have to do everything because there's also something like over prioritization. You can achieve a million things all in one day, right? Because that also wears you down. So if you can just focus on just the most important things first, then if there is more time, then you would go into the, to the next one. So that's how I kind of like break it down to help them to see. In that, you know, see the picture that way and then so they don't feel as overwhelmed. Like if you can do two, then maybe you can add one. So um it's it's a it's a community that I really uh, um I've been with them for over eight years. So I know they're thinking and I know where they're coming from. So that's how I kind of customize it for them. So I'm not sure if there's anything you wanted to add to help them, because many people still look at goals and tasks daily going hand in hand, and so. Uh, what else can we do to help them in this area?
1: So I was, I would kind of piggyback off of what you said, and um, you know, start small. Just like again, using the goals or the lifestyle, the things that mm-hmm. you want to change. You don't want to bite off of too much of, that you can chew. No pun intended. Um, if you're typically doing two things, and try adding one more thing to your to your plate, uh, so that mm-hmm. way you can get that life balance. Um, that way, like you mentioned, you don't become overwhelmed you have that balance because everything in life is about balance. So for the two things that you can do the next day, add one more thing. Um, and then as you continue to go on and you grasp the concept and you can balance those three, add one more. And then
0: mm-hmm. as
1: you're balancing those three and you have that fourth, if you're feeling really good and you developed a really good system, add two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, again, it's all about balance. And then you have to know your limits and your limitations.
0: Yes. Absolutely. That's a key point, right? So even know your strengths and weaknesses, they all go hand in hand. And I think another thing that can also make a difference is your values, right? So what you're doing, is that something that you really value? Is that something that you're also good at, right? Because if it's something that you're, you're focusing on on your weaknesses, for the most part, you would end up just doing average versus if you were focusing on your strengths, you just end up being, uh, giving the best version of yourself. So I always encourage people to really lean on their strengths and then uh, also look at the the things that they value, you know, because you will give more attention to the things that you value. So um, do you personally use any, any technology to help you uh, when you're planning your day-to-day task? And if that's the case or, or not, do you know if there's technology that I can, we can use uh, that o- the the audience can use for this kind of thing?
1: One of the things that I'm trying to, to get a customer using is is what you can't get away from is my smartphone. Uh, there's so many apps that they have available on the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. Certain things as far as for keeping notes, voice messages, voice notes, uh, reminders and different things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, it's just the old school way to write things down on the calendar. But now we don't stay stationary long enough to sit down and look back <laughs> at the calendar. <laughs> so you yeah. pretty much have to use the technology that you have. So why not use the smartphone to make your process smarter?
0: Yes, I, I believe. And that's one thing that we carry with us all the time. So just find an app. You, you're right. Uh, personally, I just use a post-it. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. And I carried a post-it with me. Hello. I carried a lot with me. Um, you know, you, you know, do what works for you. But as long as I can see a reminder or something that I can keep track, and sometimes I even like set alerts on my phone um, that would help me not just focusing on the task, task, but how much time I'm putting on a task. Sometimes you, you might be putting in too much than you need on a task. Um, that's why I would always love this. Uh, when I, I have like, um, you know, events, I share like a 15 miracle worksheet where people can learn to put in their task in 15 minutes. Maybe I'll put a, a, te- a template online for anyone who wants to download that. I'll, I'll think about that. Yeah. That's so, a great so idea.
1: That, yeah. The other it's, thing, it's, the other thing is they have is the, uh, the posters. You can also post that on the, your seat, the screen on your cell phone. So now -hmm. use the posters digitally versus the old school actual poster itself. So that's something to think about as well.
0: Oh wow! Okay, see, I'm learning too.
1: (laughs) Thank you. You're learning. (laughs) Yeah,
0: thank you so much. So, what are some struggles that people might face if they're not focused, and what are some additional tips that
1: you know they can use to overcome these struggles that you can? you may face if you're not focused is definitely um lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not focused, you may not have something to motivate you. Uh, if, also, if you're not focused, then it's easy to lose sight of your goals. And since that seems to be, you know, the, the popular thing that we're talking about is goals is if you don't focus on what those particularly quote unquote goals are, then how can mm-hmm. you continue to focus? You can't strive for it if you can't see it. Mm-hmm
0: honestly that's that's totally on point and thank you so much for these great great tips and I know you've shared a lot already on this and looking thinking about your military background I I, I would say you know you're probably very focused right <laughs> and uh, you've done that a whole lot in your career and and your testament is saying that it works right you can do it and, and of course other people can. So um you've also mentioned that you're a coach and then you like to empower women and youth, and so if someone is wanting to explore further this topic, where would they find you?
1: Uh my website is real or live.org. That's R-E-A-L or Live L-I-V-E.org. And uh, mm-hmm. they can set up a consultant appointment uh with me there. My my phone number, my contact information, and my social media information is on there as well. So they can contact me via my website.
0: Okay. So do you mind if I put the put up your the link on this on the podcast show notes in case someone so someone can just click to it and get to your website. Is that okay? Absolutely. I would appreciate that. Okay. All right. Awesome. These have been some great tips, and I'm hoping that everyone who's listening who was probably about to give up on your goals look, you can still end the year in a high note with all these tips that we've shared. So we've come to the end of this podcast and I always wrap up the podcast with a signature question. So what does empowerment mean to you? If it's a leadership expert or coach, I would ask that same question. So in this case, Jamal, you're a coach, you're a leadership expert, you're a consultant.
1: What does empowerment mean to you? For me, empowerment just basically boils down as to how to... Give you the information and the power that you need to do the job or task that you need. Help me help you become successful.
0: Awesome. That's great. I love how you just put it there succinctly. So thank you so much for wrapping us up. Jamal, I just want to wish you the best in your personal and professional life. Keep up the great work and keep making a a difference in your community with your clients. And I'm so proud of the work you do. Thank you so much again for being a guest of today's podcast. Thank you. Thank you You're welcome. And to our listeners out there, thank you so much. And I'm hoping that you're going to keep working on those goals. And really, I'm here cheering you up to uh, live end of the year in a very high note. So thank you so much for tuning into this great episode. Be well, be safe. I'll see you on the next one.